Hi, Tyler. Hi, Sally. Ah! <laughs> Hi, listeners. Welcome to Hi, our podcast. Hi, listeners. Welcome to our podcast. A year ago today. A year ago today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to echo everything Sally says today. Oh, boy. <laughs> What's the best thing that happened to you in the last week? I think it's been a week since we recorded. Oh, my goodness. Um... Mm. Well, I have something exciting, and I haven't even told you about it. I've been waiting oh. for our phone call. Oh, my God. I keep not having it. Um, My debt's paid off. <gasps> what? Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah, my $44,000 of debt is paid off. <laughs> oh, my God. This is incredible. I'm so excited about that. I have so many questions, but I won't ask them on the podcast. Yeah. No, I'm keeping the details so of it private, great. and um, and that feels important, but I'll tell oh, you about it later. <laughs> I love this so much. This makes my heart so happy. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Miracles happen. The other best thing that, that happened is that I signed up for um, a mastermind program for 2017. Uh, it's Angels of Intuition, which you guys have heard advertised before on our show, and I think by the time this airs, the... It probably won't be open for enrollment anymore, but I'm doing it and Sally's doing it. So that's really yeah. exciting. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. I'm this pumped. will be the first time that you and I have done like a high investment program together. Yes. I'm excited. I'm psyched. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. So much energy. I'm like hot. Hot in the, it's hot in the closet. <laughs> I really dropped a bomb on you there. This is great. <laughs> okay. What's the best thing that's happened to you in the last week? Um, I had thought of something, I should have gone first, I had thought of something in the shower, but now I'm just so overwhelmed that I don't even remember <laughs> what it was. <laughs> um, oh, I know what it is. I, this will no longer be relevant by the time this comes out, because Christmas will have passed, but I was guided, um, I like got a vision in the shower the other day while I was washing my hair, um, to be like an angelic Santa this Christmas and like get people intuitively like choose gifts for them um so like have them send me money whatever however much money they want and then I will connect to their higher self and I will buy a present for them I and, love this idea so much yeah and it was very much in line with what, an idea that I had already that I had previously shared with Tyla that I was just like can people just like give me money and I just like shop for them like is that a thing <laughs> so when it came so clearly and like I saw myself and it was like in meditation I know it sounds weird that I was like meditating while washing my hair but I often do these things um so when it came to me I was like this is great I just had this idea I already know how to do this so I'm doing that and I'm so excited because like people are beginning to reply like oh my god this is so magical I'm gonna send you money so soon it would be really great if this were airing in time that anyone that's listening could participate (laughs) well Well, maybe what we should do is we're gonna we'll put a thing about it on our Facebook page and if you're listening to this after Christmas and you're like oh my god I'm so sad I missed that that would have been so magical then it's just a good um what's that word incentive Mm -hmm. For you to go follow us on Facebook, because sometimes we record these episodes, well, oftentimes, lately, we record these episodes quite a while before they actually air, so if you want to know, like, cool stuff we're doing in real time, you should definitely sign up to follow us on Facebook. Yes. All of the things that she just said. So I'm really excited. I, like, went to the gift shop, my favorite gift shop, you know, the one that's nearby that I'm Mm -hmm. obsessed with, and I, like, just started to kind of, like, feel into, like, the energy of the gifts that were there, so that I could, like 
already know like what the energy what energies to align oh my god i'm just so fucking excited <laughs> like, yeah. everyone send me your money so i can shop for you <laughs> um so that's it i guess that's the best thing that's happened to me even though it didn't really happen to me but yeah well it did you received the inspiration that's true that's true also i went through tapping into wealth finally i've been talking about it for like ever but finally i did it <laughs> and it was great my copy I'm... of Tapping into Wealth is just sitting by my bed where it's been sitting unopened for about nine months. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. When you're ready for it, it'll happen and it'll be great. It's been really great. And I've been tapping every day, not just because of that, because I had already started before I even got it. Um, but I've been tapping every day for the last like two weeks. And it's just so good. Mm. It just feels nice. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get yeah. on that page. Maybe I'll start reading <laughs> Tapping into Maybe Wealth. You will. Yeah, it'll be trust yourself whatever comes to you yeah 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 well i've been afraid to okay we're flying off topic slightly (laughs) i've been afraid to look at my money story or to like really work on my prosperity consciousness because i didn't want to deal with actual money which is a problem when you're trying to like elevate your prosperity consciousness you know like not wanting to look at money is like a pretty big indicator that you need to do some work in that area right um and I feel like it's really interesting because I have actually really shifted my prosperity consciousness without consciously focus, focusing on actual money. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And so now I'm, like, interested in getting into tapping into wealth because it's like if I could shift my prosperity consciousness enough to pay off $44,000 of debt without actually focusing on money itself, I wonder what I could do if I would, like, actually be excited to work with money. Yes. You know? So many things. Well, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe I'll read it. We should have an A Year Ago Today book club. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Apparently this is a thing that exists on Goodreads. A bunch of podcasts have book clubs on there. Ah, well, we'll definitely. Okay, let's do that. Tapping into Wealth will be our first book. Wonderful. Great. Okay. Anyway, we're, let's we're move doing on. A, we're, a, we've done so, so much already in this intro. We are not our guests. <laughs> I feel like usually when we have longer intros, then we're like, we're our guests today. But we're not. We have a guest. <laughs> Hooray! Who's our guest? Yes, I'm so excited for our guest. It's my friend Lexi. Hey, Lexi. Hey, guys. I'm Hi, so Lexi. excited to be here. I like, wanted to interject during your intro, but I was muted. So loved everything you're talking about. I would have loved so much if you were like talking out loud to us, even though you were muted. I was laughing and basically participating anyway. So. I love that. Well, you can share whatever. If there's anything that sticks out to you, feel free to share. Well, I just love your your like gift giving thing. I got your email the other day. I haven't responded to it yet, but I was like, this is such a cute and cool idea. I love it. I'm so obsessed with it. Yeah, like so you and so perfect. Oh man, I'm so pumped. Oh, I just it's hot. <laughs> it is. It's amazing. <laughs> sweating. <laughs> Usually okay. I'm the one that's sweating. I yeah. always sweat. It's a problem. It's okay. Well I think it's also because this is it's really cold now, and so I'm wearing like all the my all of these layers. But then all inside the, the closet, it's really hot, and I hadn't Do you need really to take the layer off. Anticipate. That's fine. I'm gonna, I'm okay. I just took off my sweater, so I think I'm gonna start Woo. cooling down. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So Lexi's here. How um, do you know Lexi? I know her through. Uh, we were in sorcerer school and embodying the sorcerer together. Mm, okay. This past year. Okay. Um. She has already completed, but I don't finish till February. 
Mm-hmm. You guys, sometimes we talk about things like sorcerer's school and you'll be like, I don't know what the F they're talking about, <laughs> but we do this really awesome thing with our show notes where if you go to our website, we put really detailed, like, well, Sally does it. I don't do it. Um, we put, Sally puts really detailed notes around everything that we mentioned. So if there's ever anything that you're like, what the F is that? You can go look and it'll be on our website. Yeah. And usually when we talk about this so casually, it's because we addressed it in a in a previous episode. So you can also listen to whatever episode we talked about it on. We just like to assume that all of you have listened to every episode. <laughs> because we love you and you're our family. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh boy. Okay. So Lexi's here. Oh wait. I'm going to ask her first, right? Yeah, Is that yeah, what yeah. we're doing now? That's yeah, how that's we do what it. we do now. Oh Lexi, my gosh. close your eyes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So Lexi, close your eyes mm-hmm. and go back to a year ago today. And how you were feeling and everything that was happening. And then share with us when you're ready in one word how you were feeling. Is that the question? Yes, that's I've forgotten the question. everything. Yes, <laughs> that's the question. Okay. okay, but really wait a second because now we're... We want you to be really grounded in that energy. Oh, no. So. I, I can go back to that oh. place pretty easily. You're like, I've got it. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Lost. I was lost. Mm. Nobody's okay. ever said lost before. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Okay, yeah, I'm surprised so... I haven't used that word before. Well, I feel lost often. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes anyway. I feel confused and like wondering what the next step is, but I just felt completely and utterly lost at that moment, for sure. Mm. So we're here because... A year ago today, Lexi had what I keep referring to as her six-figure breakdown mm-hmm. in her business. Oh, oh man. Okay. Give us something. What was okay. happening? Tell right. us more. All right. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, where do, do I start from, from like, the be- not the beginning beginning, but kind of, like, why six figures was so important to me and... I think that's important to the story. I'll well, start there. Or before what? you Tell start you. there, I want to know a little bit more about the anniversary. So mm. for someone who's not immediately like, oh, six-figure business breakdown, I know what that means. Just tell us a little bit about what that means and what was actually going on, and then we can rewind and talk about why six figures was so important to you. Okay, perfect. So it was actually a few months prior to a year ago today that I had like that initial like six – I hit the six-figure mark. It was – the end of August in 2015, but I had this period of time from September all the way until the end of December that was like this complete burnout breakdown as a result of the way I felt after I hit six figures. Um, And so I kind of want to, yeah, I think it's important to then go back to why six figures was so important to me and kind of tell the story from there, if that's okay. Does that work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. And can you also tell us, oh, what sure else you'll is... weave it in, but what your business is? Oh, yes, of course. So I am the founder of the BizWoo School of Strategy and Spirituality, and it is for visionary leaders and magic makers. So in a nutshell, it's basically a collaborative school and sisterhood for women to come together in community um, and really grow and deepen whatever it is that their unique craft is. And the teachers inside of the school are 
thought leaders in either the business realm, so like sales, marketing, branding, or the woo realm, so like astrology, archetypes, rituals, tarot, chakras, etc. The so, woo realm. <laughs> yes, the woo woo realm. Exactly. That's funny. Yes. So that's what's going on now. But a year ago, it was all darkness, confusion and craziness. <laughs> oh, boy. What was your business before? So um, my business was at this point last year in transition. But before I was strictly a business coach. So mm-hmm. helping newbie coaches, probably people who are in their nine to five, like ditch the nine to five grind and create their own uh, coaching business. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it was very like make 5k a month and get your first client and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So why was six figures so important to you? Well, let me tell you. All right. (laughs) So Last year, uh, or sorry, I should say in 2015 in January, um, I decided to invest in my first like major investment inside of a group program. And it was amazing because it really taught me how to launch a business and get things going. But at the same time, I was surrounded by all these women who were making so much money who were really going after their dreams and it was so inspirational at first and again it showed me what was possible so I'm so grateful for that but at the same time it it seemed like it was very mm, like money driven like if you were making 5k 10k 20k etc a month like then you were successful things were good Mm -hmm. so I remember seeing these women and being like oh my god like if I could ever reach the six-figure mark in my business, everything in my life will be absolutely perfect. Like, I won't have to, like, worry about anything. I'll be on the beach sipping pina coladas and, like, life will be made, um, which is hilarious because that was <laughs> so not the case. So in my mind at that time in January 2015, I was like, okay, this is my mission. I'm going to make six figures and then I'll be a success and I'll show everybody and myself that like I'm a someone and this is great. Um, So fast forward, I hit success really quickly. I went from like making $195 in February of 2015 to $6,500 the next month, like $12.5K the next month and then... 32k the next month and it just kept like growing amazing yeah well well i mean it was at first (laughs) i was like oh my god this is so cool like anything's possible wow and it was really amazing and i was loving what i was doing at the time but then i hit a point where i was kind of like all right i'm just trying to always get to that next that next mile marker in terms of my income and like if i don't then it's like the end of the world and I hate what's going on and everything was just based around the amount of money that I was, that was coming in. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's just so not me. Like there's definitely a competitive side of me that like, you know, really wants to do well. It's always been like a student, top of the class, but it was just so unfulfilling because really what I thrive off of is deep and meaningful connection. And Mm -hmm. I I was creating that kind of inside of my programs, but there was just like this other, this other money layer thing that was getting in the way. And so I, you know, fast forward, August hits and I realized like, you know, I hit six figures and I was like, 
Shit, man. <laughs> this is... Can I swear? Sorry. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I tend to swear a lot. Um, I was just like, this is not what I envisioned. Like, I am not on the beach sipping pina coladas. I, like, feel like I'm more confused than I've ever been. I am not lit up by the work that I'm doing. Like, something is seriously off. But that wasn't enough to get me to switch gears. I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I'm just going to push through it like I have always done. I'm fine. Mm -hmm. Ha, ha, ha. Universe did not like that. (laughs) So what happened was random – there's a long story around this. But basically my bank account, like, completely plummeted. Um, I made some investments that were just very not good investments. Um, so I like came, my, my bank account came crashing down to a point where like it hadn't been in months. Um, I was hospitalized because I was getting these terrible, terrible stomach aches that like it literally felt like someone was stabbing me. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I couldn't, I, I thought I was dying. Um, and so it was basically the universe saying like, you need to stop and look at what's going on. Like there's something seriously wrong here, but it wasn't Mm -hmm. until I was in the hospital with like nothing in my bank account that I was able to be like, okay, it's time to like really slow down and reevaluate the situation here. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So that was fun. (laughs) What was going on? What was the, um, piece that was out of alignment well so that that was like what was driving me crazy because I'm someone where I want to figure it out and then take action and I couldn't figure out what was going on or what was wrong and so I was forced to do nothing basically because I realized that taking more action inside of my business wasn't getting me any results usually I had like a calendar booked back to back with discovery calls like no one was signing up for them or people were completely missing them so I was just like okay I need to really just do nothing for a little bit and like take it step by step and so that's what I did I completely kind of like turned off my business and really took the time to go inwards instead of looking at what everybody else in the industry was doing because I was so consumed with like keeping up with the Kardashians and the coaching industry basically. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was like, okay, no more coaching Kardashians. It's time to, (laughs) it's time to really like focus on me and see what the hell I want and what's, you know, what's, my desire what is what are my goals that mean something to me what is my definition of success and so during this time period of just going completely inwards I completely dove into the world of spirituality with astrology tarot cards just different rituals chakras like I mean I was like so woo and Mm -hmm. it was in this space that I found this feeling of just deep connection to myself to source and I really just felt like this this sense of magic and I've always been like this magic person I've been waiting for my letter from Hogwarts you know for as long (laughs) as I can remember don't know where it is but it's on its way still Um, and so I realized that you get to create your own magic each and every day if you so choose. And I knew that I wanted to run my business and my life in a completely different way than I had been previously. And in order to do that, it would take, you know, mixing the spirituality into the strategy of my business. So 
I didn't know exactly how to do that at the time, but I made it a practice of just trying as much as I could to weave the woo-woo stuff into the biz stuff on a regular basis and then go from there. I mean, all of that is amazing because I think that there's a siren happening. (laughs) (laughs) My mentor says when sirens go off, it means that something is ringing true. So there you go. Ah, Well, there you go. Um, well, I guess that means that what I was about to say was very true because it started to happen <laughs> as soon as I started to talk. I was going to say that, that that's pretty incredible because I think that most people would say that going from, you know, making whatever you said, $195 a month in January to having a six figure business by August, that is magic. Mm-hmm. Like it's good strategy. Yes. But also there's a lot of magic involved and it's almost like what it feels like to me is that you weren't holding it that way. Mm-mm. You weren't seeing the magic in it and that's like part of the reason that the breakdown happened because that magic is part of what fuels you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just didn't feel magical to me. I think it was just... The way I was going about it, too, like I said, I was just paying attention to – I was trying to model success after what everybody else had done. And so Mm -hmm. it just wasn't resonating with me. It wasn't my type of magic. It wasn't my unique experience. And I've realized, like, you totally need to toss out those cookie cutters and really tap into your core truths and desires in order to experience success and magic on your own terms. Yeah, I think that one of the things that really like stood out to me as you were talking was like being a person who likes to figure out what's wrong and then take action is basically like that would be that's like my life story. (laughs) Um, And and it's so frustrating when you're in a situation where you're like, but I just don't even understand what's wrong. Yes. Like I this would be so easy and fun for me to like figure out but I can't Mm -hmm. um and I I mean I feel like in a lot of ways that has been me for the better part of this year like Mm. trying things that either have worked in the past or trying things that I feel inspired by but like they just weren't the right thing they were supposed to be leading me somewhere but I didn't like understand that I was like oh this is it this is the idea Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then nothing would happen and I'd be like I don't understand what's going on (laughs) oh my gosh Um, I totally get that I feel like that's like even so even after I realized that you know alchemizing the strategy and the spirituality together like that was what my you know brand of magic was I still really struggled with how to really carry it out inside of my business and infuse it into my programs and my packages. And this, the better part of this year, that's what I've been playing around with. And, um, and, you know, to be completely honest, I was really afraid to kind of come out of the spiritual closet and Mm. just afraid of like what people would think about me because here I was being this like, you know, kind of hardcore business person and then going into this like woo-woo land, it's like, okay, are people going to take me seriously still? Mm -hmm. Um, And I got a lot of amazing support from my community, but I did get some weird responses from some people. The more that I (laughs) infused it into my work, I actually got an email a few months ago from someone saying, 
that they were really concerned about my use of the word spells and magic inside <laughs> oh, of my branding. <laughs> and they were very afraid that I was going to put a spell on them so I should tone it down, basically. Oh, my gosh. I oh, know. Boy. I know. I was gonna, I almost replied, well, I wasn't going to put a spell on you, but now I might. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But I, that was funny. <laughs> that reminds me yesterday I saw my friend Ty. She made these gorgeous wands for everybody who's oh. like graduating from her program. Oh my god, love. They're so beautiful. And somebody like commented on it and was like, Is this witchcraft? And she was like, No, but I mean I guess you could use it that way if you wanted to. Mm. I'm like witchier than my clients. This is more like for whatever however they want to use it. And then like all these other people started replying and were like, and were like yeah of course it's which they were joking they were like of course it's witchcraft like and then she's gonna like sacrifice something and like oh then God. she's gonna do this and then she's gonna do that and then that person ended up blocking all of those people I That's found out so later funny. but I thought oh. that was great <laughs> yeah it's just it's honestly I mean not that I'm people are absurd but I just think that it's kind of crazy how I don't know something all someone always finds something to say so I've learned that you just kind of got to own who you are and be who you are because you're not going to please everybody. So you might as well have fun doing what you're doing and attract your tribe of people who really get you. Um, and that way things are just so much more pleasurable. Mm-hmm. Well, it is interesting, though, because I have been thinking a lot lately, especially given our current political climate, that a lot of the work that so many of us are moving into that is so much more spiritually based. I was actually just talking to a friend last mm-hmm. night and telling her how I'm just now getting comfortable really talking about the work that I do in the world because it's so much more spiritual than I've ever been comfortable with before. And, you know, being persecuted mm-hmm. <laughs> for this kind of work is very real in the not too distant past. You yeah. Know? And it's, it's really interesting uh, the siren's happening again, so I must be hitting it's ringing it right true. The there you go. <laughs> Stop editing out the sirens now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's really loud. But clearly, it's very important. <laughs> yeah, but I've been thinking a lot about this. This I don't know. I'm feeling very blessed that I live in a world where I can start to embody, for me, it's really more of like a priestess energy Mm. and talk about my work, even though it is still going to be a lot around business in terms of healing. Like let's, Mm -hmm. let's do the healing that you need to do so you can like fucking rock it in your business. Mm. And to be able to speak that way, I mean, and I think it has to do so much too with like the rise of the feminine in our society and like the balancing of power that's been so out of balance for so long it's all of this feminine all of this healing all of the woo woo Mm. that is now coming more and more and more into the mainstream and I just am feeling so lucky to be living in that time and also really wanting to not take for granted how blessed we are to live at the time that we live in yes Mm. yes I Mm -hmm. so agree with everything that you're saying Mm -hmm. me too (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's, it's like interesting to like just post election and everything. And it's like people that are doing this work are just getting more and more vocal. And I'm just seeing how prevalent it is. And it's like, you know what, this is really happening. 
It mm-hmm. is. Yeah, it really is. And I think it takes more of us stepping into our true calling and being like that beacon of light to really inspire other people to step up and embrace what it is that they're meant to do on this planet in this lifetime Mm -hmm. because it can be really scary and there are people who kind of will put this work down but the more of us who can really step forwards and link arms together in collaboration um, and bringing this to light I think it's just so important and that's you know why I'm I've created the school that I've created to do that Um, but it it hasn't been easy and so for people who like are struggling with oh my gosh, I'm scared about what people are going to think. Like, I just want to say that I totally get you. And there are people who you can go to and speak to and talk about this freely. I know so many of my clients have just said thank you for being one of those people who is so open about it because it's inspired them to then talk about it more freely. And it's a ripple effect that takes place, which is so powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know that when I was starting out in like, playing with spirituality and what it meant to me having Facebook groups to connect in and all of that was so amazing it was Mm. just so fun to like go in a group and be like so I have a question about xyz and like five different people answer with their (laughs) takes on this thing and like oh this means that and oh actually I think that like Archangel Michael's with you like have you talked to him maybe I'm like I don't even know who that is (laughs) Um, (laughs) but sure I guess I'll give it a try Um, it's just, I think it can feel, I think especially for people who are just looking at things from like a traditional lens, they only see what's, what's immediately around them. And I know that for some of those people, it can often be like Facebook, like, why would you go to Facebook to meet friends? Like that's Mm. where you connect with people that you already know. I know Mm. Justin is constantly confused about how I have all these friends on Facebook (laughs) who I've never met in real life. Jake is too, my fiance as well. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God, this like amazing thing just happened to so-and-so. And And he's like, who is that? I'm like, well, I've never actually met her. I'm not actually sure where she's living right now either. Oh my God. (laughs) But I'm so excited for her. And so, so yeah, it's like these communities are here and yeah, I think if everyone just like, if you're feeling crazy, you're not, there's somebody out there who resonates with you and who vibes with you and who's there to support you. Yeah. And I think another thing here is I've heard people who are like, well, you know, my, my, my boyfriend or my friend says like, or my mom says I shouldn't like lead with that kind of thing. And they get this Mm. in their minds, like, okay, like I shouldn't do this. I mean, this happened to me too. Like a very big coach in the industry basically told me, Lexi, like, don't lead with the woo woo thing. Make sure that you're Mm -hmm. leading with business and you can still, uh, incorporate the woo woo element, but don't lead with it. And Mm -hmm. that threw me for a huge loop because I began to question everything I was doing all over again. And this was just this past summer. Um, that's terrible advice. I know, I know. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, like I trust this person. Like, what do I do? And so I was kind of living, like a double business life because with her, I'd come with only certain questions. And then in the background, (laughs) I'd be like doing my other thing. And I was like, okay, I can't show up fully as I am. And this is not going to work for what I want to create. So I get that feeling of people telling you like, it's not going to work or like, who are you to do that? And screw them. If you know that something (laughs) is meant for you, you know your truth and only you know that. So you got to do you. Also, it's not about what you say so much as the energy. Yeah. And I had an experience the other night. I was at a party and a woman that I had just been introduced to asked me what I 
what I do. And I led with healing part rather than the like businessy part. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like five minutes later, she was like, oh, I'm the head of development for this women's organization here in New York City. And like, maybe you should like come give a talk to our members or something. And I was like, That's awesome. whoa, whoa, mm-hmm. because I I've talked about my work some hesitantly (laughs) over the past you know like six months and never had a response that was even like oh I might be really interested in being your client let alone do you want to come give a talk Mm -hmm. and I think it's just because I was like in the energy of what I do yeah and leading with the real energy rather than trying to hide the energy like I understand you know there's this talk of like the doorway problem the thing that gets your clients through the door but at the same time, I don't think that you should trying to be like actively, actively trying to hide the woo woo. Mm-hmm. I think is a misunderstanding about what that doorway problem is about. Totally, because it's a great concept, the doorway problem. Yeah. So <laughs> if I'm understanding what you're saying, I I think I get what you're saying, but I completely agree with you. I basically teach people how the woo can also support them inside of their business because I know ultimately a lot of people who do come to me, they want that business support and they want to see that business success, but they also want to do it in a way that's like not sleazy, not salesy, not internet marketer-y. That's not a word, but you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Um, And so it's giving them what they want and what they need at the same time and really showing them how this other way can help them hit their goals, but being transparent about it too. Yeah. Tyler, were you going to say something? I was. I was going to say something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say it's interesting because you were saying that like last year your business was so much about like – you know, make five figures or like get your first clients or, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I have such an aversion to that kind of language. I know. And there is that, that fear of like, can I do it? Am I going to be able to do it without that kind of help? And it's so funny because sometimes I'll like click on one of those free opt-in links and then I'll get it and I will never even open it. It's like, (laughs) I hate this shit. I hate Mm -hmm. it so much. And I hate the idea of list building. Like, if I ever have an email list, it's going to happen completely organically. It's not going to happen because I was like, oh, I need to list build. Oh, that's so interesting. See, I love list build. See, I'm a geek on both ends. Like, I love the strategy, <laughs> but I also like doing it in a way mm-hmm. that's not, like, having people be ick. Because I work with a lot of people like you who are like, I never want to touch my list with a 10-foot pole. Like, that sounds awful. And I'm like, yes. I get how you could have been conditioned to feel like it's awful and there's a better way. So, yeah, and yeah. it's just like finding that way that feels organic. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I don't think that a lot of people are doing. No, they're not, but there's totally a way to, again, like you need – I think that it depends on what your goals are and I think that if you really want to grow like that huge list, et cetera, it does require a certain amount of strategy but it doesn't have to be like the sleazy, icky strategy, like at all. It can be something that's really fun and authentic to the work that you do. And you get to create whatever it is that you want to create in your business. And I don't think that there's like one single way to do it. That's why everyone's like, oh, do you have a certain system or a method? And I'm like, honestly, not really, because my clients are so diverse and different and what their goals are are so diverse and different that I have to constantly be like recreating the wheel to make sure Mm -hmm. that it's aligned with their, like whatever it is that they're birthing in the world. But I love that. That's what keeps it exciting for me. 
Yeah, I think it's about like knowing yourself and knowing your goal. So it's like combining those two things. Because I also, I love numbers. So in the beginning, yeah. I was super into like the idea of list building because I was like, ooh, I get to like track them. <laughs> and then I get to like see how this thing worked. And then I get to like know what the growth percentage was. <laughs> like I was so obsessed. And then I like stopped because I, partially because I just like was focusing more on like, well, what is it that I'm really here to talk about and mm. like say to people? And so... But I'm excited about the idea of, like, getting to track numbers again. Like, whenever I'm ready for that again. Yeah. Like, I know that I will be excited about doing it. Um, and, yeah, and then, like, knowing your goal. It's so funny that this is happening, that we're having this conversation after, like, tapping into wealth. Because, <laughs> like, now yeah. I just keep thinking about all this stuff. And at the same time, this whole week, I keep, like, channeling parts of my new, whatever my new offerings are going to be. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, like, this is another thing that keeps coming up. But, yeah, it's, like, knowing your goals. Like, yeah, Tyler can build a bajillion-dollar business without ever having a list. Mm-hmm. It's completely possible. Yeah, it People totally do is. it all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Yes, and yes, so it's, yes. like, you know, and even with me, which I've talked to both of you about now, just, like, this idea of can I collab – like, how can I collaborate more? Like, mm-hmm. how can I- that be the way that I make money? Um, and if I focus on that, then will list building be part of that? I don't know because Mm -hmm. I mean, as I'm thinking about it right now, probably not a lot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, because if I'm collaborating with people, then it'll depend on what we're creating together and like, what are we leveraging and who are we working with and what are we doing? Um, you know, if I decide tomorrow that I'm only going to write novels for the rest of my life, then I mean, I guess a list would be helpful, but <laughs> probably not going to focus on it that much. Um, so, well, it's, it's so interesting. You're talking, and I'm thinking about like you know, you know, the free like opt in thing, like your mm-hmm. freebie. And oh my gosh, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I hate well, it. You know what's and... funny? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> I yesterday I pulled down all the pages from both of my sites, um, and like put like. Because I was like, okay, well, whatever. I'm not going to – I know that something is shifting, so I'm not going to leave this container open. And I know that the thing that you're supposed to do if you do that is that then, like, add a thing at the bottom that's like, so sign up for my mailing list, and then you'll know when, mm. when things are back here. And I just did not want to do that at all. Mm. I was like, I don't even know if I want a list. Why would I want you to sign up for my list? If you want to come back and you happen to come back and – However the hell you got here in the first place, you'll come back when you need to come back and it'll be great. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> um, and I guess so, that's yeah. how I feel too because I'm like, I'm like, I just want to show up authentically in the world on a consistent basis. And if you see my stuff, my writing or the way I'm interacting online or whatever and want to work with me and are interested, like, great, let's talk. But I don't want to like create something I don't know. It just feels, I guess it's like, I want to be giving so much away for free all the time, just by the way I show up Mm. and just like the way I support people day in and day out in my online community and my community in in real life, that that idea of a freebie just feels like ludicrous. (laughs) It's like, what, what, (laughs) what do you mean? (laughs) This is so interesting because... I I guess I've 
I don't know, I've come to view it in such a different way now. Like you can create this freebie that is so different than anything else that anyone else is offering out in the world. And so you immediately stand out and give so much more value and really help your people on a consistent basis. Like I get so many emails from people who just thank me for having something different in the world that I'm offering and providing a ton of value in that, you know, I guess list building, quote unquote, sequence. But I don't know, it feels really good and it feels authentic. So I totally hear everything you're saying. And I think that you can absolutely build a business without a list. Like people do it all the freaking time. Mm -hmm. But I also think you can create freebies in a way that aren't the norm and go against like what it is that you dislike if that makes sense yeah but I think it's really interesting here if you want to talk about like growth and and layers of something because I'm gonna trust that you're gonna receive this in the way that I intend it which is not hey, at all go for it I love it <laughs> Like last year you went through this experience where it's like I was trying to create a business just like everybody else and that wasn't working for you. And so you have had this beautiful transformation where you've infused so much of your own spirituality into it and it's really working for you and that's wonderful. And at the same time, when I'm like, oh, I don't want to have a freebie, your response is to be like, oh, but you can create a freebie that's really wonderful and so different from every what everyone else is doing. But creating a freebie when I feel like everybody out there has a freebie, is doing it just like everybody else, even if you're doing the freebie differently and in a way that feels good to you. So it's a little bit like, how much can you break the mold? Mm. Like, how much do we really believe that that's true, that it's fine to do it in whatever way feels good to you? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I think, like, what I mean, when I talk about freebie, I just mean, like, really valuable free content that's being, like, given to your community. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are you like saying that it has to be like in a list built? Like how do you? I'm saying like particularly like for opt-ins. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I think freebies can be opt-ins, but they can also be like another way that I do freebies is so I have a Facebook group um, and I, I actually like my Facebook group and showing up there better than I do inside of an email list. I just love community. And again, like I said in the beginning, like deep connection is so huge for me. So in my mind, I'm creating freebies on a regular basis for them, whether that's valuable Facebook Lives or workshops, or I might just, um, you know, like have in the, the notes section, um, like a couple of exercises for them. And most of the time, there's no opt-in required at all. There could be, but if they're there, I don't really care if they're on my list or in my community because... I like to show, I, I like to like have a space for them to show up wherever they want to show up, but I like to provide free value on a regular basis. And I call those freebies regardless of opt-in or not. It's interesting. Maybe it's just a language difference. I think it could be. Well, Maybe. I, I can say that I think that part of um, what I was hearing from each of you, like the difference between what each of you was saying from my, from like how I was viewing it at least is that I think Lexi's point was more about like you can do this thing that other people talk about you having to do in your own way you don't have to do the thing but you can find a way to do this thing mm -hmm. if it calls to you in your own way as opposed to like Tyla being like well but I don't want to do the thing because it's not calling to me <laughs> yeah. but I think that you're both saying the same thing <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> like, I, know, I agree yeah like you can I like if, if it's for it's like when people tell people that they need to blog 
well, you don't have to blog. Right. You never have to write a blog post in your entire life. (laughs) But if you're curious about blogging, there is a way for you to do it that makes you feel better about it. That's removed, that removes all of the crap about the blogging that you don't like. The stuff that you're like, oh, blogging is terrible. But in your heart, you're like, oh, but I would really love to write. (laughs) Right. I would love to connect with people through writing. So it's like, okay, then let's look at that and let's look at where the disconnect is between like this desire that you have to communicate with people and these formats that are available to you right Mm. now and like choosing this is so funny this is like how I started my business that's amazing (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah everything you're saying yes I completely resonate with everything you just said yeah I think it's like there are certain things that we're never going to be drawn to ever because that's not our unique expression mm-hmm, period mm-hmm. and then there are all these things that we get to play with that we can be like oh I want to try this I want to try that I want to try this Ooh, it looks like this is the thing that I love right like if you are somebody who loves tracking numbers and analytics then having something to do that in some way whether it is a list or a blog like maybe it's tracking analytics through to your website then like having that is going to make you so much more excited mm-hmm. about your work But if you don't have it, then you're just going to be like, I'm just putting out all this content. And what I really want is to be looking at numbers. Right. (laughs) Like, then it's not going to have that same, like, excitement and energy for you because you're not going to have anything back. And if you're somebody who hates numbers, don't look at analytics. Yes. No, exactly. (laughs) I am so with everything that you're saying. And, like, if you don't want that blog at all and, like, you really don't even want to consider different ways to do it, then don't even waste your breath, like, you know, trying it. Because I have clients too who, I mean, actually like a lot of my clients like hate uh, news or like reading newsletters and stuff like that. So either I'll try and take a different approach with them and show them how they can use it in a completely different way or they don't do it at all and Mm -hmm. they still get clients other ways. So you can put your own unique spin on it or say see you later and do something completely different and whatever I'm just trying to say you get to do whatever you want but there's always another way of doing it than the than the norm I guess mm-hmm. yeah this is a funny discussion I, mean, <laughs> I didn't know that we were gonna get so I know into business seat <laughs> business talk but it is it really is something that's been on my mind a lot lately yeah yeah so it's funny last night I couldn't even sleep and I had to be like all right everybody like all everybody in my posse and unmuted expression all of you need to calm down because I really need to go to sleep so (laughs) take a pause (laughs) what I what's really coming up for me which is so interesting and because this is part of the work that I do (laughs) is um figuring out what it is that doesn't feel good and for me, I do think that Lexi and I are saying the exact same thing. Like, it's the word. It's the word freebie. And it's like the energy behind that word I have a huge aversion to because it is so marketing driven. The yes, word. Yes, yes. And the energy behind the word. If you said to me, Tyler, do you want to give your community um, free content on a consistent basis that has a ton of value? Of course. Yeah. Of course I do. You call it a freebie, and I'm like, oh, fuck no. Uh-huh. I still <laughs> get that. It's just the energy behind the word, and what I'm realizing right now is so valuable about about the awareness that I've just had around that is 
if you can put your finger on what it is that doesn't feel good, if mm. it's just the energy around one word that doesn't feel good, how easy is that to fix and how quickly yes. that can transform a business? Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy you said this because I literally had this exact conversation with my team in the past few days because I, the, the word summit, like I have something with the word summit. I hate the word summit. I hate everything about it. Like it You're makes, like, what are we going to climb Kilimanjaro? <laughs> like pretty much. I'm like, I want to run something that is sort of like a summit, but not a summit. And my, my team was like, okay, so like, let's change the word. Like what word feels better for you? And I'm like, I don't know, like m- masterclass or workshop series, something that really shows that you're going to get a ton of value, walk away with something, and be able to implement it, and that it's just not like this weird, sleazy marketing thing. Mm-hmm. And so I love that you said that it's like That's the word. That's so funny that yeah. you have an aversion to the marketing thing, too. Uh, I hate it. <laughs> but like freebie, it doesn't give me that like yuck, but some it does. So I'm totally getting what you're saying. And I think language is so powerful, though. And that's, like, why I love being creative with language inside of um, my own, like, communities. So, like, for example, like, inside of the BizWoo school, we're calling, um, like, people have spell work. It's not homework. It's spell work. And then in the Mm. mastermind setting, when they go and practice and implement, it's called spells practice. So it's, like, fun Mm -hmm. ways that you can use language. It's still, like, the same kind of maybe – in a way but the word shifts the vibration and the way that you feel about it so why not use your words in a way that are going to feel really good for you in your business yeah that's like how when I did the become a muted soiree it was right when challenges started becoming popular but yeah it was like right before Mm. now everybody does a challenge yeah (laughs) I at the time really disliked the word challenge because Mm -hmm. it made things seem hard and my entire thing was like I just want to have a party with you I love that so and so then like in within the challenge soiree whatever like I didn't want to have homework either I didn't want to have like an assignment so I had like dares and double dares and so like that to me was fun it was like this is what I would call it (laughs) Mm -hmm. if I were just talking to you about it this is how I would present it because this is the energy that I'm bringing to it and that I want out of it um so yeah so it's yes I love that so so much and obviously your people are going to resonate with that so much more and be like, obviously I want to like go to the soiree and do these dares, like how fun. And it just brings that pleasure to it instead of like, ugh, same old, same old marketing jumbo. Like, okay, next. Mm -hmm. I love that. Oh boy. This is fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. I love it. Oh man. I've, had something and then it went away from my head it's like the story of my life these past couple days <laughs> me too i'm on day four of a five-day juice cleanse and it's really affecting my brain i feel like <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i don't do well on those things oh no uh, i wish i could do a cleanse i want to do a cleanse again i'm gonna do that soon <laughs> nothing like the it's new just year that, like, i really love this one cleanse I love it so much and I've tried others and they're fine, but I love this one and they only have it in New York and it's like as much, it costs as much to ship it here as it does to pay for the cleanse. And so like in my head, I mean, but this is like old story. This will be fun to tap on today. (laughs) Like in my head, I was just like, this just isn't economical. This doesn't make (laughs) any sense, but it is the one that I want. (laughs) That's hilarious because the juice cleanse that I'm on, they ship their juices from California. Oh, God. 
But it doesn't cost me more because of it. Yeah, mine does. And they like only ship on certain days. It has just never, I've just always been like, this seems really inefficient. That's interesting. (laughs) But But I'm going to take another look at it. (laughs) Yeah, if that's your true deep desire, then I don't know. So right. I'm going to look at that. Love it. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I have anything else. Well, how are you feeling now? You've like completely shifted your business. Oh, yeah. wait, I remembered the thing. Okay. <laughs> this yes, will be interesting to edit. Um, <laughs> the thing it was coming through before is that, um, like how interesting it is that I guess just like the struggle to like come out of the closet as like spiritual or whatever. Mm. Um, when I know, and this is, we could talk about this or not talk about this because it came up during a session, I think. But um, like, I know that part of, what was coming up for you this past year was like the fear that maybe you weren't spiritual enough that you were like, I don't know how to lead this Mm -hmm. because I know business I've got business, but like, I'm just starting to explore and integrate spirituality. Like, am I even supposed to be doing this work? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'd love to talk about this. So I just feel like with business, not that it's a linear journey because there are the ups and the downs, but for me, it was so much more concrete about, okay, you do X plus Y to equal Z. Okay, got this, got this. Mm -hmm. But with spirituality and diving into it, it felt like the more that I learned and the more that I sunk my teeth into it, like the less I knew. I was just like, oh my gosh, wait, (laughs) it's like this endless hole. And it both fascinated me and scared me because I was like, shit, I'm learning more and more and more, but feeling like less and less competent to then go and teach this to other people. Like, what the heck do I do? Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember thinking like at this time last year, okay, I'm going to like dedicate myself to this work for a year. And then, you know, within a year, of course, like I'm going to be totally equipped and ready to like teach this stuff. And then, like, fast forward a year, and I was almost I in the same place, right? I had the same feeling of, oh, my God, I still don't know enough. And mm-hmm. I think it's, like, I will never know enough. And it was sort of – and I still have, like, these fears and insecurities about, okay, like, she's been studying tarot for 20 years. Like, I've only been looking at it for a year. Or, like, she's been in astrology for 20 years. I've only been dabbling in it for, like, three or four years. So mm-hmm. – um, I think there's always that fear that someone is going to know and know more than you or be better than you at whatever. But I also know that my people really appreciate how I deliver it. And they are such newbies in the spiritual realm that what I have to share is really valuable and interesting to them because they've never even heard of what like the major and minor arcana are. And Mm -hmm. so that in itself and explaining that is like amazing new information for them. So I think with anything, it's just about being a step or two, maybe like ahead of where that other person is. Or even if not, there's just, I just think that everybody has such a unique, I don't know, flavor and value that they add to something. And so no matter what, you're going to learn from somebody. And I just try and tell myself this at least on a regular basis whenever I am in doubt because you can this can totally be like a mind fuck and you can go spiraling if you're like, I don't know enough, I'm not good enough. And yeah, yeah it's kind of like surrendering and trusting. And so like that's been a big part of my spiritual experience too is – really learning how to do that and it's not easy but I'm learning that the more I I try to surrender and just let go 
the more enjoyable and okay I am with all of it. It's really interesting because I've been seeing there's a woman in my online community who lately has really been uh, very vocal about the fact that there are a lot of people doing this spiritual work who aren't quote unquote qualified Mm. and who are um, not experienced enough. And I've really been having an adverse reaction to that, probably partially because I do have fears also that I'm not quote unquote qualified. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I'm fucking qualified by God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like, who is anyone, who is anyone to say that someone else is not qualified to do this work? And when you know what the nature of spirituality is, if you're in, if you're grounded in the truth of what spirituality is, I think regardless of what it means for you, it's really strange to be in a place of saying someone else is not qualified to do spiritual work. And Mm -hmm. it's just interesting that this came up because I was literally just talking about this like 10 minutes before we got on the call. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's like that. Like, I wonder if that doesn't actually come from a fear of one's own qualifications not being yeah what I they think should that's be. totally I think that is that yeah. I mean this was a conversation that I had inside of my Facebook group the other day was just because a lot of the people that I work with they are on their the beginning of their journey either in business or spirituality and someone said that she got on the phone with a coach and she was a business coach and she said like you know you can't be teaching business to other people like you don't have enough experience like people aren't going to be able to like learn from you. And that made me pissed off personally, Mm -hmm. because I think it's one thing to promise something like and tell someone, oh, I'm going to help you make like this amount of money or reach this goal in business. If you have no idea how to do it, like that's just being dishonest and weird. Mm -hmm. But I think it's another to say that, like, who is this coach to tell this person that they're not qualified when I learned so much from my own clients, even about business, when they're just starting out. Like, they'll say something, and it'll spark an idea, or it'll help me shift and view something differently. And Well, we're all learning as we go, and that's the Yeah, point. exactly. So I don't think, like, even in a coaching relationship, I'm never like, oh, I'm above this person. I think of it as a co-creative experience where we're both learning and teaching each other and growing together. And so I just – I do think that it's – a fear and insecurity if someone is saying that and I think that conversation needs to end because like you said who's to say if someone's qualified or not well and I think it just feeds into scarcity because yes there is somebody who's looking for a person who has like 25 years of experience reading tarot hmm. But then there's, and like, that matters to them. And they're like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like, I need to make sure that like this person has 25 years experience. And then to somebody else, it's like, oh, I can figure this out along, uh, you know, along with you. That, Uh That feels really good to me. That feels really fun and exciting and like a cool adventure. And I get to teach you and you get to teach me or like you're a bit further along. I don't even care how much further along. Right. Like you are than me or like whatever. There's somebody for everyone. And it's more about that resonance. And yes that connection than it is like their qualifications quote unquote exactly especially with something with anything spiritual because there is also just like there are people who are 
completely gifted. There are people who, as soon as they, t- the, as soon as they tap in and they mm. realize like, oh, hey, I am this, like, oh, I'm a channel. Mm. And then they're like, oh, I can channel anything now. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. All I needed to do was name it inside of me. And like, great, now I can give you all the answers to all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that I think is like part of the fun of having any sort of spirituality in your business in any way, shape or form, whether it's that in the morning you have a morning routine that you always do, or it's that you're like reading Oracle cards Mm -hmm. because it's fun. It's fun to be like yesterday. I texted Tyla and was like, I think I either, I have a message for you or you have a message for me. I don't know which one it is, but like, do you know? which one it is? (laughs) And like, it wasn't that I was like consciously like going through my life that day. And like, I'm going to deliver a message to someone today. Like that's not how it was working. Yeah. (laughs) And so it was like fun to just be like, Hey, is there like a thing? And then she was like, yeah, I need a, I need a message. And I was like, great. And then it turned out to be resonant. I didn't, I don't even know what I said to her. I just channeled Mm -hmm. what my text back. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And it was beautiful. That's amazing. Something about like trusting everyone around me has a deeper capacity for love than I am currently thinking that they do. That's lovely. (laughs) (laughs) It was really beautiful. I needed to hear it too. See? And like, who knows? Like I, you can't overthink that. I can't, I don't do that because I think I'm qualified. I do that because that's what, comes up in my head and my awareness and I choose to say yes yeah and I think the more and more we say yes to that like I don't know like that tug that we get or that you know inspiration the more we realize that everybody has like this gift and yes I agree with you some people like are on a crazy level of connection that you know they're like in a different realm or universe or something like Mm -hmm. that and I just still think that everybody has the power, though, to tap into something, like, really magical. And the more that you just give yourself permission to go there and not censor yourself and use that, like, rational mind, the more you're going to deepen that and discover more. And I like to use – I keep this, like, journal that's called Proof of Magic. And so – and Yeah. So I love that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It's amazing because anytime something – happens that I'm like, oh my God, like this is a sign like that I'm connecting to spirit or like just something like very, I don't know, magical happens. I write it down because I can get so in my head and be like, oh, that wasn't real or like it happened because Mm -hmm. of this, like I'm just going crazy. But when you look at all of it together, it is proof of magic. And sometimes my brain like needs that proof later on. Mm -hmm. I love that. Also, when you were talking, I kept thinking about Professor Trelawney. And I was like, see, eventually she got, she channeled something. (laughs) The rest of the time she might have been pretending, but she was connected. We can all channel something. Yes, we totally, totally can. Oh my God, I love how many times Harry Potter has come up in this conversation. Oh my God, I could talk Harry Potter all day, every day. (laughs) My mom just got a dog and he's a tiny, tiny dog and we named him Neville. Oh my God, that's amazing. I love it. So happy. <laughs> yeah. So no, I'm glad you asked me that question though, because it's it's a journey too. It's just you I don't think anybody's like, okay, I got it figured out, like everything's good and mm-hmm. you know, I'm done with this work. It's well, a process and it just it's a it's this ever I don't know, it's kinda like an everlasting journey. And so once you kind of surrender to that, like things are always gonna change, shift, evolve, and you're just kind of along for the ride, the more fun you can have on it. I feel like it's a little bit of a pendulum. Like, I swing really back and forth, like, quickly back and forth from being, like, I feel like a total fraud Mm. to being, like, 
oh my god, this shit is really fucking real. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. this is not me. This is not me, this work that I'm doing. Mm. And like something much bigger than me is happening and I'm the vessel. And then the next day you're like, I feel like a fraud. Yep. <laughs> when, and then the next day you're like, oh my god, magic is real. Yeah. Yeah. When you first said pendulum, I thought that where you were going with that was like, because the more that you use your pendulum and then suddenly it's just swinging all the time. <laughs> That's what I pictured in my head. <laughs> no, I meant like a pendulum and a clock. Got it. <laughs> not the not the spiritual tool. No, not the spiritual tool. Yeah, and I completely resonate with that too. So, I mean, I don't know, Sally. Do you feel that way, or do you feel like the oh, more that yes. you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the more that I am in it, and like the more that I remind myself that this is one of my gifts, then the more comfortable I get with it. So that it's like, it's like the the fraudness feels like the incorrect choice but like I still mm. feel it I'm still yeah. like everyone thinks that I'm stupid like <laughs> this doesn't mean anything like mm. I don't even know why I'm channeling this message right now because like it's not going to mean anything to this person um, yeah but like yeah but but still like even even in those moments or like quickly after those moments I can kind of like recover and be like oh well I guess that one worked. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that message hit home, even though I thought that it didn't make any sense. Mm. All right. Well, cool. Yeah. And I was actually recently in a mediumship course, and that was, like, so mm. above my – or, like, beyond my comfort zone because I was like, who the hell am I to be in this course? Like, I don't know what <laughs> I'm doing. But it was just so interesting to see, like, what happens when you let that guard down and just, like – Again, surrender and just say whatever you're connecting to. And sometimes it hit for that person and sometimes it didn't. But, like, when it did, it was weird and, like, amazing. Mm -hmm. And it just, like, makes you realize that you don't have to get it right 100% of the time. And the more that you do this stuff, the more you're going to tweak and hone in on your craft. But I don't think anybody gets it right 100% of the time. And if they do, mm -hmm. like, maybe they're God. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. I mean, the only thing I would add to that is that I think it's all perfect. So even what we're saying, like, you don't, quote, unquote, get it right, mm. you're still saying whatever yeah. you're meant to say. And yeah. that person is still receiving it on whatever level they're meant to receive it, either mm -hmm. now or later. Like, maybe yeah. six months from now, they sit up in the middle of the night and think about the thing that you said. That's mm -hmm. totally true. I've had, like, clients who, like, I've done, like, tarot readings for. Like, it'll kind of land with them at the time. But then like a week later they'll be like oh my gosh like what you said like so on point like this and like it'll be crazy but yeah and it could take a week it's, it could take a month a year who knows but I definitely mm -hmm. love how you said that it was like totally meant to be and mm -hmm. you needed to say it at that time mm -hmm. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> I'm very happy right now <laughs> I love you <laughs> alright should we wind this down what is what are yeah, the words yeah, i'm looking for let's wind it down wind yeah, it down wind i was gonna down. say wind it up and i was like that's not it i don't think that's right wrap it up <laughs> yeah wrap there it we up. go wrap it up wind it down got it let's do both of those english is not my first language <laughs> okay so tyler do you want to do this or do you want me to do this why don't you do it sure great so lexi do you know the questions? I yeah. ha I pulled them up. I pulled them up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Lexi, um, go back. I invite you to co to close your eyes again. Mm -hmm. Go back into the energy of everything we've been talking about, everything that's transpired over the last year. 
And then tell us now, if, uh, if looking back on all of that, tell us now in one word how you feel. Ooh, the first thing that came to mind was like knowing. Like Ooh. I just have this, and it might not be like knowing all the answers, but knowing that everything's unfolding exactly how it should be. Mm, I love that. And if you could go back to a year ago today and talk to yourself as the person you are now, knowing what you know now, what would you say? Oh, I would give myself a big hug and just Mm. tell myself that I think I would just send so much love my way. I would tell myself that I love you and I'm so proud of you for everything that you've gone through and accomplished and your bravery for sticking it through this and not just sticking it through it and, you know, pushing through, but really taking the time to unplug, to tune inwards and trust that there's a different way. And, um, yeah, just, I would just, I don't know, love myself up and say that I'm so proud of you. And I know that you're going to create so much magic and experience so much deep connection and everything that you desire moving forwards. Mm. Yay. Yay. That feels so good. (laughs) Oh, well, Lexi, thank you so much for coming to talk with us. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. I love this conversation. (laughs) Me too. Where can the people find you, Lexi, on the internet? They can find me at bizwooschool.com. And on the Instagrams and stuff too. On the Instagram. Yeah. So (laughs) Instagram forward slash bizwooschool. And you can also find me. Oh, gosh. Where can you find me? I don't know. On (laughs) on Facebook, if you search for Lexi D'Angelo or bizwooschool. You'll find me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're meant to find her, you'll find her. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You may or may not end up on her list. (laughs) (laughs) Careful. I'm going to put a spell on you if you come on my list. (laughs) But then she's going to give you a freebie. Exactly. Exactly. But a really, really good one. (laughs) A really, really good freebie. I love it. It might be so good you won't even know it's a freebie when you're getting it. Exactly. (laughs) That's the goal. Mm. So fun. Thank you guys so much for having me. This is awesome. Thanks for being here. I loved everything about it. Me too. Tyler, where can the people find you on the internet? I'm at TylaFowler.com and Tyler Fowler on all the social media. Sally, what about you? I am at Sally Simply on social media. Um, You could go to SallyMercedes.com or UnmutedExpression.com. It may or may not have something on it by the time that you get there. (laughs) Uh, By the time this comes out, there will be something on it. There is like a letter that I channeled yesterday in the midst of of an emotional breakdown that's on there. Um, And you can follow, if you like our intro outro music, you can follow Zena Hell, Z-Y-N-A-H-E-L on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud. And you can follow us a year ago podcast on all the things. Yay. Woohoo. A year ago podcast.com mm-hmm. and year ago podcast at gmail.com if you mm-hmm. want to email us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the Facebook page, like we mentioned before, that's also a year ago podcast. Pretty soon I'm just going to close down our email account because no one emails us. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what do I need to shift energetically to get these emails, people? Yeah, let's sit on that. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening. We love Woo-hoo. you. Peace out, y'all. Bye.